it's that simple guys you just need to just push things forward and just do even if it's on the smallest possible scale and never be afraid to ask never be afraid to ask somebody once told me if you don't ask you don't get hello gentlemen welcome back so on this video, I want to talk about, or audio, depending on what format you found me in, I want to talk about the power of asking and doing, especially the asking thing, because, you know, the doing thing, basically nobody does, but the asking thing, everybody could do. It doesn't take a lot. Now, I don't want to sound arrogant in this video, but this is going to be a lot of me talking about myself and my own life, because that's just some examples that I have. But I don't feel as though enough men, especially men, all right, so I'm just checking the time, um, especially men are out there pushing themselves forward like they should be, and it's really frustrating. Now, the reason I, the reason I decided to do this video is because I'm always fucking amazed at how many things I'm able to pull off considering I'm not GQ, I'm not one of these major brands, like, you wouldn't believe what you can get done just from asking, and that goes with everything, by the way, that goes with women, that goes with, you know, some security guard saying you can't get through here, and you just say, look, by the way, I need to go up there just because blah, 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 might say no again, but usually, (laughs) do you know what I mean, nine times out of ten, people go, yeah, go on then, it's fine, and you'd be surprised, but in a success sense, like driving your life forward, getting to where you want to get, right, um, And this goes for absolutely everything, like I said. Like if you want to join a fitness class and you just ask your friends and they ask somebody and you ask that person and they end up saying, yeah, I've got a mixed martial arts class. It goes on on a Tuesday down the road. Come and join. Like that all came from asking, right? Um, But the, the first story that I want to tell you about is a project that is on my YouTube, you can actually check it out, is with uh, Chez Rust. There's an Audi R8 in it and everything, right? You'll, you'll know which one it is, you'll find it. So I think it was done about two years ago. So my business had just been deleted, the website and everything, MSI College back in the day. I had nothing left. I was in bad debt. And um, I probably had around about £3,000 of cash left, but I didn't want to burn through it. So I decided to do this showboating project, you know, this big project to kind of like let brands go, wow, this is something special. Guys, I managed to get, bearing in mind, I, at the time I was 24, 25 years old. So basically, I'm still really young, not a lot of experience. And quite frankly, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I managed to get a film crew on set. I managed to hire the Sky 29 penthouse. I'll put up in editing, I'll bring the whole project up so you can see it or some, some uh, highlights so you know I'm not telling porkies. Um, I managed to get Ches Rust, who had about 400,000 Instagram followers. I managed to get Grand Frankel Thomas. I think I managed to get Thomas Earnshaw to send a green and gold watch. Beautiful. I've got it here actually. Bear with me. I actually broke it. I actually broke the watch. But there it is, the strap. My friend 
uh, gave me a handshake and somehow it ripped off. I did have it for years though. Really nice, nice watch. Let me see if I can get close. I don't know if you guys can see that, but really nice watch. Um, I'm going to get it fixed actually. I might give it away. I might give it away as a prize. It was like yeah, to all you guys, no one else. Um, it was around about 500 pounds, I think. It was quite expensive watch. Beautiful. It looks like a Rolex. A lot of people used to stop me and ask. But they sent that watch. Um, a whole host of Instagram pages said they'd share it. Um, I featured men's fashion posts who have got like 3 million followers on Instagram. And they said as long as I featured their first edition of a newspaper or magazine, they would post it for free, the video. Um, and I managed to get, I, I don't know if I said this, but an Audi R8 V10 Spider. It's a mouthful. I don't know how they come up with these car names. It's crazy. Um, I managed to get that on set as well. Um, and like I said, guys, uh, oh, sorry, an Armand de Brignac Ace of Spades, the gold bowl. I managed to get, apart from the film crew and the penthouse, which obviously you're going to have to pay for, collectively it came to around about, I think, just over, around, it was close to two grand, right? So I still had a thousand left. So I know that's not fair, but I managed to get an Audi R8, the watch, the £600 watch, the Ace of Spades bottle, which is about £500, um, Chez Rust, um, the Instagram company's Mail Fashion Post, and Garzini Wallets, actually. I managed to get all of those people to send stuff for free or turn up for free, just from asking. You know, and I started with Chez and I just said, Chez, do you want to do a project? And I lied a little, I'll be honest. I said, I've got all this stuff going on, this big project. We've got an Audi R8 showing up. Didn't have any, or a supercar showing up. Didn't have any of this yet. Once he said, yeah, he's in. And then contacted the, um, I contacted all the brands and they said, oh, wow, if that's the project and he's in, we're in. So I had everything I needed. Then I went and got the film crew. Then I went and rented everything. And then things started falling in place. Believe it or not, I was actually sat in my hotel room um, around about, what would it be, 12 hours before the shoot, the day before. And um, somebody knocked on the door and delivered the Ace of Spades bottle to my hotel room. Craziness how it all came together. But uh, I'm not telling this story to show off. Um, but all of this stuff just came from asking and doing. I, I swear to God, when I finished that project, I came home and I was like, I had no right to have pulled that off. No right at all. I know nothing. I knew nothing about directing or filming. I studied a tiny little bit for like a week. Um, but I was directing the whole project. Like I had no right to pull that off. And somehow it all came together. Somehow. I don't know. To this day, like family members and friends always say, fuck knows how you pulled that off. And my girlfriend always says, based on where you were at the time, like that, that would even be difficult for me to pull off now. And it just came from just sheer will and just driving it forward and just saying, can I get a supercar on set? I don't know, I'll ask. Can we rent this for free? Can we just have that car for free and it'll be free promotion for you guys because we're going to get 250,000 views on this video. It's not on YouTube, it was on Instagram, it got most of the views. Um, but collectively it had about a quarter of a million, I think maybe half a million views collectively. So I did deliver um, and I think especially the watch company made a ton of sales, I remember they told me. Uh, but it all came from just saying, look, I want to do this. Now, another story. I probably sent out around about 50 emails this week to maybe 20 different people, hounding them, just relentlessly emailing them. Um, 
about a Call of Duty League event that is happening up the road at the Copper Box in London, Stratford, Stratford, London, should I say, um, this weekend. And eventually, I made some breakthroughs. And guess what? Just from asking, I have now got exclusive rights to go and film the... Guys, when I tell you about this Call of Duty League, this is going to be like the NBA in the next... In 10 years' time, it's going to be as big as the NBA. Gaming is massive. This is Call of Duty League. So it's like the 12 best teams in the world all competing in one league. You should check it out, guys. It's this weekend. Real, real fun shit. I watched the stream last weekend. It was the first ever one. This weekend, I've got exclusive rights to go and um, film in London behind the scenes with the Royal Ravens and a lot of the other teams that are going to be there too. And I don't know what kind of content I'll be able to pick up, but it's just so cool that I was able to just ask and relentlessly ask and keep asking and say, why not? Why can I not be here? Why can I not do that? And the self-belief to just say, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And I'm just going to put the question out there. If they get back to me, great. If they don't, I'll try again. I'll try another avenue. And if it was the day of the event, I'd keep asking. Maybe I'd even show up with my camera and just like see if I could just scoop in, you know. But the point I'm trying to make, guys, is that from asking and doing comes results of any level. They could be 10, they could be 1, it doesn't matter. What you get is feedback. So uh, don't get me wrong. I've asked and I've done and I've not delivered. I've done some real tacky work in the past. But I've not let it get me down. And then I've asked again and I've done again. Like, don't be afraid, guys, to start with the MVP, the minimum viable product. And this is in the book, The Lean Startup, which I believe that everybody in the world should read. Because if you get the true message of the book, what they're talking about is, I think they created a, um, well, there was loads of stories in there, but I think one company created a uh, a video game. Um, It might have been like a phone app or something. And they started with the smallest possible version, the cheapest possible version that took the least work um, and the least effort, the least functionality, but still did what it said on the tin or what the end vision was going to be. So um, what's a real world example that I can give you guys? The, the thing is, I want to say something like phones, like a Nokia to an iPhone, but that's just natural progression. I want to start with something that... Gymshark, sorry about that noise, Gymshark's a really good example, the brand. At the time, there were clothing companies killing it in the fashion game that, you know, were operating on a much higher level. The Gymshark guys learned how to sew and they made their own clothes. Now, did their clothes look good? No, they'd be the first to admit it. They looked awful. But what they had was a little something. They had tank tops for men in the gym and t-shirts and hoodies and stuff that fitted well. They were a lot longer. They didn't just like ride up on the belly when you were lifting. They were a lot longer. They were tighter. They were muscle fit. And they had uh, the Gymshark logo logo on, which I think really resonated with men. And um, this is way before the leggings and the stuff that you see now and the, how big the brand is and, you know, the fastest growing UK company ever. Um, they were just sewing stuff. I think one of the kids' grands showed him how to sew. And they were just sewing stuff and just turning up to events and eventually it popped off and you just you know you by by asking the question can we do this and then by doing and asking and doing and asking and doing and letting nothing stop you and quite frankly guys just blindly walking forward 
You know when you're in, you know when you walk into your walk out of your bedroom in the middle of the night and it's pitch dark and you walk into the bathroom. That's pretty much what success is. You're just walking blindly. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything. There's no sign which tells you this is the way to go. Like this is the correct direction. You just keep doing, and you keep asking, and you keep moving forward, and eventually, boom. The lights come on and you see where you are. Your your eyes start to adjust and you start to learn more and you realize where things are. It's the same with success and that's exactly what Gymshark did. And that's exactly what the book, The Lean Startup, where it talks about the minimum viable product is all about. And more people need to embody that ethos of losing the perfectionism aspects of whatever they're doing oh i'm a perfectionist that's why i can never get anything do anything done that's such a lame excuse so many people say that just so they don't have to take action you know it makes them feel good oh i'm a perfectionist look at me i get i get i only do amazing work it's like it's like a guy in a club who can't pull any girls and he says no i only go after tens i only go after worldies it's like no you're not that's not true you're just making an excuse for not asking and doing and going out there and saying, hey, wow, rejection, damn. Oh, rejection. You know, but the guy who is doing that is getting much better results. And, um, and more feedback. So then next time they get better and better. And it's the same with success, business, whatever you do, whatever you want to achieve, you have to ask. If it's sports and you just want to join in with a top-level team and they say no, 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 and eventually they let you play, now you can prove your results. If you're not good enough, you get that feedback, you go again. If it's business, like I said, you'd, what is it that you wanted to achieve? What is it that you think would be really cool to do? I think it'd be really cool to do a first-man travel show, a travel show based on what men really want. So I think I'm going to do it myself or get a presenter, go around London and be like, where can you hire a supercar? Um, what's the best rental, like car, uh, like I said, supercar rental places where you can get like, uh, like an Audi R8 for £300 with a £500 deposit? Bam, that would be an amazing day. Um, where are the best strip clubs? Where are the best bars and clubs and rooftop bars? Um, what the what the quality of women like? Where are the best stores for men? Um, just like base it all around male stuff. I, you know, maybe the best hairdressers and the best barbers for men so that when you're in the area, you can really you know look your best. Um, and events that are male-related, like the Call of Duty event and stuff, when are they? When are they seasonal? Now, that's not going to happen by me just sitting on my ass and doing nothing. I'm going to have to ask questions and say, is this possible? I'm going to have to go to all the strip clubs and say, I'm probably not allowed to film, but can we work around this? Can the manager come out? Self-promotion for the brand. I'm going to have to go to these rooftop bars and say, it's fucking freezing right now. You're not getting many customers. You know, the place is empty. Let me get up there and film. Like, this is what it takes. And then I'm going to actually have to get off my ass with a camera, go up there, get the footage, maybe put it on a tripod, set the camera up, sit down, do an interview with the person and just hope that the camera's catching it. You know, it's it's that simple, guys. You just need to just push things forward and just do, even if it's on the smallest possible scale. And never be afraid to ask. Never be afraid to ask. Somebody once told me, if you don't ask, you don't get. And I thought, yeah, how silly is that? You want to achieve something in life and you don't even ask the question to begin with. You never know. And I always use women as an example. There might be a, your perfect woman walks past and, you know, you, you get all slack jaw watching her go by. And then you think, but she'd never want me. And you move on. You could have been her perfect type, personality-wise. If you don't ask, you don't get. You'll never know. 
And once you ask, if you get the feedback that you wanted, now you just got to do. You just got to follow those actions up, whatever you said. Um, you might be piss afraid to show up on the date and you don't think you look good, but you show up anyway and you have a great time and she really liked you. And you think, fuck me, I thought that would be the only time she saw me. And you want a second date. You're a little bit afraid to ask. You don't want to text her, so you think, okay, I've got to be a man about this, got to have some balls. You call her. Look, I had a great time with you. I've got this event going on. Wonder if you want to come with me. Second date. She says yes. You're surprised again. It's the same with success. It's the same with women. It's the same with fitness. You just ask the question, then you go and do. Can I join in with this boxing class? Oh, sorry, this is a top-level class. So what do I have to do to get to the top-level class? Oh, there's an amateur one on a Wednesday. Oh, I wouldn't have known that had I not asked. It's real simple, guys. It happens with everything. The power of asking and then doing. Get it done. <laughs>